0: Do you all believe that the Spirit of God is in here today? Yes! Show us! I'm so excited, you have no idea. (laughs) Please turn in your inspired Bibles to Psalm 18. Psalm 18. You already heard the Lord connecting Mr. Cutler and Mr. Paul Crosby and the pastor. And today, I'm going to give to you Psalm 18. It's a long psalm, so I'm just going to focus on the first 26 verses today. I'm going to read the whole thing, though, to give you the context, so keep that in mind. Psalm 18. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Amen. The Lord is my rock, and my fortress, and my deliverer, my God my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about, the snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, And cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken, because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils, and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the sky. At the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highest gave his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightnings and discomfited them. Then the channels of waters were seen, and the foundations of the world were discovered. At thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity but the lord was my stay he brought me forth also into a large place he delivered me because he delighted in me the lord rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me for i have kept the ways of the lord and have not wickedly departed from my god for all his judgments were before me and i did not put away his statutes from me i was also upright before him and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore hath the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure, thou wilt show thyself pure. And with the froward, thou wilt show thyself froward. For thou wilt save the afflicted people, but wilt bring down high looks." For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God, save the Lord? Or who is a rock, save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hind's feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies, and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again, till they were consumed. I have wounded them that they were not able to rise. They are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. They cried, but there was none to save them, even unto the Lord. But he answered them not. Then did I beat them, small as the dust before the wind. I did cast them out as the dirt in the streets. Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of the people, and thou hast made me the head of the heathen. A people whom I have not known shall serve me. As soon as they hear me, they shall obey me. The strangers shall submit themselves unto me. The strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of their close places. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God that avengeth me and subdueth the people under me. He delivereth me from mine enemies. Yea, thou liftest me up above those that rise up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Great deliverance giveth he to his king, and showeth mercy to his anointed, to David, and to his seed forevermore. Amen. 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 This psalm starts with the words, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. David doesn't just say, I love thee. Even better, he says, I will love thee. He is completely committed to the cause. He promises to continue to love and adore his God. Also, notice how in the first three verses, David uses so many personal pronouns. There are 13 first-person pronouns in the first three verses, and nine of them are possessive. Jehovah was David's God. He should be our God, my God, your God. In verse 3, David is confident that if he's in trouble, he'll call upon the Lord and he will be delivered. In verses 4 through 19, then later in verses 35 through 43, David describes how he had been in trouble and God delivered him. Because of that, David had faith that God would do it again. He says, So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Because of God's past deliverances, we can have confidence that he will do it again. The verses in four through nineteen, we've been taught many times, and we they're fantastic. We love them. David was distressed. He was facing the sorrows of hell and death and floods of ungodly men. So what did he do? He cried unto God. Yes. And we love the Lord's response. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. The Lord God of heaven loved his son David, and he was wroth, intensely furious that anyone would think about touching him. And the next section that I... Picked out of verses 20 through 26 are what I want to focus on today. Why did God defend David like that? What caused the ruler of all things to respond with such zeal? Why did God delight in David? The pastor already said God delighted in David. Yes. Why, why did he do that? Why did the Lord do that? Because of David's righteousness. Right. We can affect positively or negatively how our creator relates to us how incredible is that how can our righteousness mean anything to god our righteousness is not perfect everything i want to say is hardly written down here before he didn't he had no idea no idea our righteousness is not perfect yet the almighty god can see it is perfect look at asa or Zacharias and Elizabeth. They were far from perfect, but God said that Asa had a perfect heart, and he called Zacharias and Elizabeth blameless. Yes. Amen. Wonderful. David had many sins, Yes. at least 12 of which are listed in the Bible. Because he confessed and repented of those sins, and he did not sin habitually, he can say these things. David could say before God that he was righteous, upright, had clean hands, had kept the ways of the Lord, and had not wickedly departed from his God. Can you say that? Can I say that? We should be able to. Lord help us. Like we've been taught before, this is not self-righteousness. It is not prideful to recognize that God has rewarded you because of your actions. We cannot use Christ's legal righteousness as an excuse and live the life of the fatalist. Christ covered me under his righteousness. I guess I'm set. No. God is clear. He rewards personal, practical righteousness and we see that Throughout the Bible, yes. we also cannot, you cannot, I cannot, use our family's wickedness or our family's righteousness as an excuse. If your father is depraved, you can't blame God's judgment on him. If your family is upright, you cannot use that as a crutch before God or others. In Ezekiel 18 and verse 20, it says, "...the soul that sinneth, it shall die." The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. But if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed, and keep all my statutes, and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. All his transgression that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. In his righteousness that he hath done, he shall live. This is attainable. God does not expect perfection. Verse 30 of the same chapter, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent, and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby ye have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel, For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves, and live ye. So from Ezekiel 1, we can't use our family as an excuse. In this psalm, in Psalm 18, David says, The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. It doesn't matter that your dad goes to church here and lives an upright life. The same for me. It doesn't matter. We have to decide for ourselves whether we want life or death. And second, God is fair and just, yes. He rewards us according to our works. But even better than that, He wants us to repent. He, doesn't, he has no pleasure in the death of him that dieth. So He's not just fair, He is merciful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes. As for God, His way is perfect. Let's show this great God the love and the righteous lives He deserves. Yes. If we do, we get the blessings that David did. We can pray to Him in distress, and we can be confident that He will deliver us. Lord, help us.